In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hello, welcome to Top Stories. I am Andy Zaltzman telling you what was the top story in a previous issue of The Bugle. Today, we're going back to January 2012 and excitement was ramping up in the United States of America as the Iowa caucus kicked off an election year. It's Bugle issue 177 entitled Weapons of Mass Election. Here I am with John Oliver. Top story this week. Can you feel it in the air? Can you feel it in your balls? Can you feel it in that sick sensation in the pit of your stomach? The US presidential election is finally upon us. (laughs) Come with me and you'll be in a world of purest desperation. What you'll see will defy explanation. Thanks, John. Well, it's good welcome. to start the new year with a you're welcome. another vocal audition. There's nothing better than wonkering your way into a new year. <laughs> Andy, barely had the new year been blasted in, in a series of spectacular fireworks displays that very few nations on Earth can technically afford at the moment. <laughs> barely had the ball descended in Times Square onto a crowd of people thinking, there are way too many people here, this was a terrible idea, not even Lady Gaga was worth this. <laughs> barely had any of that happened, that the people of Iowa stepped up to us in the presidential primary season. Now, if you're not familiar with US politics, you might think, who gives a shit about <laughs> Iowa? And you'd be right to ask that. That's a rock-solid, entirely understandable question. <laughs> Unfortunately, the answer is that almost the entire country of America does care about Iowa for one day every four years. And if you've lived here at all, or even for some of your life, you realise that the question should actually be phrased, 
why does anyone give a shit about Iowa? <laughs> and the answer is that there is no reason, no logical reason at all. They are technically the first primary, and that is it. That is literally <laughs> all they have to offer. That is all those cornballs bring to the table. That and a folksy system of caucus voting where you can turn up to a neighbour's house and, and discuss who you're going to vote for before writing a name on a piece of paper and having it counted by a local volunteer. It's so steeped in old-fashioned American Andy, that it couldn't be any more wholesome if Huckleberry Finn turned up with an apple pie and started dropping the N-word. <laughs> uh, of course, Iowa, a very appropriate place to start an election in these tough economic uh, times of states, named after the reaction of most Americans when looking at their personal fi- finances. Iowa! <laughs> and uh, slightly uh, sort of unexpected... Results, were particularly mm. from uh, from Rick Santorum, who I have to confess I wasn't... Um, I don't have that many posters of him up around my house, but maybe oh, that's I, good. I have to invest in some. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was described, his performance was described as a Cinderella story <laughs> by the Iowa Secretary of State, Matt Schultz. And I guess that is right in the sense that the literature for the entire campaign might as well have been written hundreds of years ago. <laughs> the, uh, the first two primaries of Iowa and New Hampshire also force the candidates to interact closely with local people, something that candidates claim to love doing, but which their faces suggest might not be the case. <laughs> because whenever you see Mitt Romney in a diner, trying both desperately and unsuccessfully to pretend that he has several hundred million dollars less than he actually has, <laughs> and then you see him being forced to make painful small talk with a group of old people eating pancakes, you can clearly see his eyes pleading, somebody, anybody, Get me away from these peasants. <laughs> I think one of them may have just touched my tie. Please burn it as soon as we get out of this godforsaken trough. <laughs> Romney always bursts into diners in the same way, Andy. He kind of waddles in with a forced smile on his face, attempting a folksy, Wowee, what have we got here? He literally says that. He keeps walking into diners saying, What have we got here? But there's part of you that's always thinking that he's actually asking that for real. What have we got here? What on earth? earth am I looking at? Who are these people and what are they doing? Do people really live like this? How many more of these human pigs do I have to touch before I can be president? Please don't say it's more than five. (laughs) Mitt Romney is the clear frontrunner to be the nominee of a party that seems it can't stand him, uh, which is why it was somehow fitting that he won the Iowa caucus with a landslide majority of eight votes. (laughs) Eight votes. The actual number eight. The one between seven and nine. He won by eight votes, proving that it is technically mathematically possible to both win and lose at the same time. (laughs) It was close, Andy. So close that one commentator referred to the results as, and I quote, tighter than a new tube sock on a cow. (laughs) Which is both beautifully put and completely meaningless, Andy. In fact... You could have said it. (laughs) And I don't know what higher praise and more withering insult you can give a sentence than that. (laughs) I'm I'm touched and offended. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, Santorum has said some slightly odd things uh, in the past. Mm. Um, According to one report I read, he achieved national notoriety by claiming that homosexual marriage would lead to bestiality and child rape. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I mean, let's not judge him on that. Because mm-hmm. we, don't, we don't know whether or not that's true, and we won't know until the end of all time. Right, when true. we can tie everything up and work mm-hmm. out what led to what. Um, he also claimed that Jesus led to the Holocaust on mm-hmm. the same reasoning. Now, I'm not saying that he did, I'm just saying Jesus did not come out 
as strongly against it at the time as he might have done, <laughs> or at least some of his senior spokesmen didn't. Um, <laughs> Santorum summed up his position on on uh, homosexual marriage by saying this, God made man and women, and men and women come together to have a union to produce children, which keeps civilization going and provide the best environment for children to be raised. Which is the kind of sentence that <laughs> basically makes absolutely no sense when you... <laughs> When you, when you actually analyse the words in it. But I think you'll also find that it is adults that keep civilization going, not children. I mean, not all adults, but some adults. If children had their way, John, civilization would be replaced by balloons, fairies, jelly and cartoons about robots. Yeah, it is. I mean, it is depressing, the uh, campaign trail, Andy, but only if you pay attention to it. If, it, if you don't, <laughs> it's actually fine. All right, that's good. Uh, uh, Mitt Romney spent over $4.5 million in Iowa alone to get 25% of the vote at around $156 per vote, which seems like a lot, especially in this economy. In fact, Romney could probably have just handed each Iowa voter $100 each for their vote and saved a fortune. Perhaps he's not quite as good with money as he claims he is. <laughs> but what, what, did, uh, what did Santorum spend? To get? Uh, he spent slightly less than right. that, I believe. The same number of votes, minus eight. Yes, exactly. Uh, as, as the Republicans embark upon the uh, infantile circus of state primaries to determine a candidate, it might be a good time for us all to look back, Andy, and be grateful to the grand old party uh, for the smorgasbord of crazy candidates that they put on offer. In a time of economic uncertainty, <laughs> the Republicans saw America suffering, and they stepped up with a tasting menu of batshittery <laughs> for every palate. You don't have to vote for any of the candidates, Buglers, but you do have to enjoy them. That <laughs> is your responsibility as a human being. We were lucky to have Herman Cain run for president for as long as he did. <laughs> Not in your wildest dreams or most vivid nightmares <laughs> could you have thought that a Godfather's Pizza CEO would have the self-confidence to run for the highest office in the land, but Herman did. And not only did he do that, but he did it with a series of sex scandals in his past <laughs> that he just presumed wouldn't come up. <laughs> oh, and he also said, Andy, in response to a relatively open question from a journalist about his response to gotcha questions, he said, and I quote, well, when they ask me who the president of Uzbeki Becky Becky Stan Stan is, I'm going to say, you know what? I don't know. Do you know? And you know what, Andy? I have to admit, I don't. I don't know the president of Uzbeki Becky Stan Stan. I know that the president of Uzbekistan is Islam Karimov. So, and I'm only guessing here, the president of Uzbeki Becky Stan Stan might be Islam Kari Karimov Mov. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong, Andy, and I'm embarrassed to say that I've never actually heard of the country that he mentioned. But then I'm not running for president. I don't need to know. That does sound like just planning a seating plan at a dinner party with two couples with the same names. Us, Becky, Becky, Stan, Stan. Boy, girl, boy, girl. Sadly, Michelle Bachman also uh, suspended her presidential oh, campaign. It's a disappointment. It is a shame after the people of Iowa handed her her own arse on a corn embossed <laughs> plate. And she will be missed, Andy, for both her flamboyant use of language and her flamboyant use of husband. But currently, Rick Perry, Rick Santorum, John Huntsman, Newt Gingrich, Mitt Romney and Ron Paul are still in the race, with Donald Trump hovering on the sidelines in a solid gold helicopter threatening to run as an independent. <laughs> 
And I hope he does, Andy. <laughs> That's my great hope for 2012. Why? Because America deserves to have Donald Trump run for president. People here work hard, Andy, and they deserve to have something uncomplicated and joyful to watch on the news when they get home. Oh, what's Donald Trump been doing on the campaign trail? I bet it's been stupid. Let me kick off my shoes and enjoy this. <laughs> yeah, but... I don't know, that just sounds like a, you know, the script of a film, John. <laughs> which ends up with Donald Trump in the White House, <laughs> coating it with gold. And when the candidates aren't enough to get you through the day, the way that the news reports on them will be this year, <laughs> Andy. Just look at CNN during the Iowa caucus. Then look away from CNN just in case you feel the temptation to throw yourself out of the window. <laughs> but then look back at CNN again. Because amongst an arsenal of technology, none of which is either illustrative or necessary, but which they're sure as f*** going to fire up anyway. <laughs> One of the innovations to watch over the coming year is going to be a live tweet tracking wall, where, where you can see who supports each candidate and where in the country they're tweeting from. And then, as they continue to pay more attention to this than the Iowa caucus voting, it suddenly hit me, oh, so hold on. That's amazing, CNN. So through Twitter and GPS technology, you can count up the number of people that support a certain candidate. You know what else tracks that kind of information? A f***ing caucus! <laughs> you know when one of those is happening? Right now, in the huge video monitor wall behind you! <laughs> That's democracy, John. That is modern democracy. We've just got to accept it. It's all about meaningless technology, outpourings of vindictive personal bile, <laughs> oversimplifications and direct <laughs> misrepresentations of what people have said and done, and general self-aggrandising shit-stirring. That <laughs> is what we fought four or five world wars for. Happy New Year! Yeah. There you go, that was an Iowa caucus from a slightly less stroppy democratic time for the USA. Thank you for listening. Do support what we do at The Bugle by donating via thebuglepodcast.com. Premium-level voluntary subscribers will now receive an exclusive 12-inch vinyl episode of the show. If you're listening in Apple, you can also click the button to support us right now too. Goodbye. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you, you, you must be so excited. Listen now.